Hello and welcome back to Secondhand Sellers. Today, we're gonna to be talking about, is it time to discount, donate, or ditch when it comes to reselling? Discount, donate, or ditch yeah. is what we're talking about. We're talking, of course, in regards to our stock, the things we've sourced over the last year, and maybe it didn't sell. Yeah. So. Um, I've only been reselling, as I've said before, since about April of 2023. So Hannah and I have not gotten even to the year point yet. So we're not quite ready to ditch too many things. Um, but do you have a specific example? What's your theory on this? So I've <laughs> seen where, um, people will talk about videos. Um, I've seen videos where people talk about, well, my brain right now, <laughs> People will talk about your algorithm on eBay and how the faster that your items have turnover, generally your other items get seen more, they have a better turnover rate, and so when it comes to some of my items I've had on eBay, I will spend like one to three months, depending on what it is, mm -hmm. leaving the price at whatever I put it at. And generally that's the recommended price that eBay provides or based off of other sold items within the past 90 days and I'll have to adjust that. However, I have a few items that have been sitting there for ages. I've dropped the price down by a couple dollars here, a couple more, and it's at the point where it's like, I could sell this. I only have a few dollars into it. Is it worth my time for leaving it sitting on my eBay store? where it's cluttering up my own inventory and potentially holding back the sales from the rest of my items. So Give an example. I do. I do sell clothing. Mm -hmm. And the reason I'll get clothing for cheap, um, it's easy to sell, easy to list, easy to store. Mm -hmm. um, however, some of it I'll get, I'll buy because it's like, oh, that's a name brand, cool. And I'll get it for a dollar or maybe even cheaper. Mm -hmm. And then I get it home and it's like, oh, it only sells for like $8 plus the shipping. Uh, okay, whatever. I only paid a dollar for it. I have a couple of button-up shirts. They're name brand, but not very good name brand. They're not like Wrangler. Yeah, they're not like Wrangler or something. They're like Goodfellows, you know? Yeah. It's something that you can get on clearance at Target for maybe $12. And I have it listed at like six, yeah. you know, at this point, it's better if I just take it, delete it, throw it into the goodwill bin and give it to somebody that will use it or what, or, or give it to somebody that will use it because it's just eating up my inventory space and it's potentially dragging down my sales from everything else I have listed on eBay. Are you able to take that as a loss? Tax-wise, um, tax probably. I don't. I would not be quoted on this because I don't actually know. You um, might want to talk to a CPA yeah. if you find yourself doing this like seasonally, yeah. every quarter or whatever, because you might be able to lower your tax burden if it stuff doesn't sell. Yeah. Um, potentially, yes. <clears throat> However, knowing what I know about how you file your... Um, business expenses mm -hmm. you can't claim inventory as a business expense mm -hmm. when you finish out your fiscal year um 
So my guess is probably not. Hmm. Interesting. If you guys are a CPA, put it down in the yeah. The, that would be or if you know somebody, or if you've had this experience with your tax person, we'd love to learn that because I know businesses can sometimes claim loss for mm -hmm. things that are damaged or. You know, yeah, and, and I know damaged goods or lost goods in the shipping. That makes sense. Being as I'm taking it and giving it to somebody, which is probably why businesses actually pitch all of their, all of their stuff. Could you count it as charity? Uh, by donating it to Google? Potentially, yeah. Because interesting. It would be interesting to know. We are not tax people. Talk yeah. to your tax people. Yeah, we're, we're not tax people. They, we're not... I, they I make know, the big bucks for a reason. I know in the past, um, so this year I'm actually going to be filing my taxes as sole proprietor. Mm -hmm. um, in the past, I have counted other donations I have done to Goodwill as pr sole proprietor, you know, like my own stuff, mm -hmm. and gotten the tax refund that way. So, potentially... But I, I wouldn't know. It is <laughs> talk, talk to people. It's something to look into and keep in mind if you are going with the ditch method. Mm -hmm. um, because you did pay for that stuff. Yeah. And it did come out of your business money. And so if you can find some benefit there to lower your burdens, mm -hmm. especially if you're you know, independent, you're, it's basically in your own business, yeah. um, you want to be able to lower your expenses as much as you can. Yeah. But um, as far as back to our, our discounting or ditching or donating, um, I, so I have historically been a little impatient mm. and I will discount and maybe take, um, I think I've talked about this before that my sister sometimes wants to hold out longer than I do, or she would give a less steep mm -hmm. discount than I would, uh, with offers and things I think it was in our episode about off, like taking offers. Um, but I think I've gotten to where I don't adjust the price as much now because I have more stuff on there and I'm just not fiddling with it as much, mm -hmm. you know, and, but I, I do think I need to go in and look at some of the stuff that's been there for a long time. Cause I do have some stuff from our earliest days of starting, um, this venture that have been sitting there a long time that maybe are mispriced or maybe they're out of season. Mm -hmm. Maybe I need to take them down and relist them, things like that. So I'm not, I'm definitely not opposed to, um, discounting and i think you had mentioned in another episode how you will sometimes raise the percentage on the promotion mm -hmm. um i've started doing that a little bit more and playing with that um for things that have been sitting around so, or seasonal items that i wanted to get i bought late in the season and i wanted to get rid of because we yeah. just came out of the christmas season here so i wanted to there was a few things that like it was worth it to have a higher promoted listing mm -hmm. i think the last episode i mentioned about the 12 days of christmas classes um, those, I think I put a 5% on, but I bought them right before Christmas and I wanted the best chance of them leaving before Christmas was over. Yeah. So it worked, but anyway, so those kinds of things, um, I have not, I don't think I've formally like donated or thrown something out yet. Um, but I do tend to get way more accepting of offers on some things that I regret buying or that sat around too long and I'll just be like, we got an offer. Get rid of it. Yep. Yeah. Glad it's gone. Yep. I, I did have something I recently had to pitch. Um, and this is good advice. If you get something that potentially has the chance to, to expire, mm -hmm. make sure you have the expiration date. I didn't know this, but the ink cartridges the only way that you can find the expiration date is on the external boxes or if you rip open that packaging. Like for printers? Yeah. 
if you rip open that plastic packaging that the ink cartridge is in, mm -hmm. that's where the date is. I just had the ink cartridge in the plastic packaging. Mm -hmm. And it's got all the other information on it. So I listed it. And then the customer's like, when does it expire? And you're like, I have no idea. Oh, no, I, did. I, I don't know. I, I didn't even think about it. And so I had to open up that packaging. Turns out it was expired. I had a message the customer being like, I'm really sorry. It's expired. It's going to the trash. So it, it, that's just something to keep in mind when you are sourcing material. If it, and I think this is, a, here's another example of that, that mm -hmm. people don't, maybe don't think about um, soda streams. Are you familiar with soda streams? Yeah. The ones that have the plastic bottles, the plastic bottles actually have an expiration date on them. Ooh. And it's because they're under a high pressure situation and the likelihood of failure is higher as the plastic degrades mm -hmm. as it's been exposed to all this pressure. Have I personally used them beyond the expiration date? Yeah, uh, without a problem yet. But if you're selling it, you want to know does this have an expiration date on it? Usually it's printed right on the plastic bottles. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that the machine itself doesn't have value or that you couldn't sell it without bottles or find brand new plastic bottles or ones that are still within the expiration period. But if you are selling a soda stream and you have the bottles and it's expired, you should at minimum disclose that to the customer. Yeah. And at maximum, maybe, maybe you toss that component and sell it by itself. Yeah. So there are a few things that you don't always realize. I know it's a huge thing with um, car seats, like baby car seats have mm -hmm. expiration dates on them. So those are really iffy to sell. A lot of baby products, I think, have those. A lot of safety issues, items safety issues. are kind of... Uh, bicycle helmets, mm -hmm. you want it brand new because people don't know if they've been in an accident and they yeah. have, they can be compromised. So these are all times to ditch, especially if you are in one of those situations, like we talked about in our last episode, where you are uh, bottom feeder, mm -hmm. bottom feedering. Bottom feeding, I guess is Bottom the word. Feeding. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom feeding, and you are just in a, a situation where you're grabbing a bunch of things and you don't exactly know everything, or you're not taking the time to like inspect them. Mm -hmm. So, because you, you're getting them for such a good deal, that might be a time where eh, maybe you picked up something that was damaged, you didn't know it, mm -hmm. it's expired, it smells, or whatever, and you have to get rid of it. Yeah. So, I would in those situations, I could see doing that, but I don't ditch a lot. I'll say that. And the other thing I'll do when it comes to what I get, um, so I tell people I resell and in turn, people will give me things that they were intending to take to Goodwill and themselves. Mm -hmm. But that also means I have to put in the effort to go through the stuff they gave me to determine, is it worth my time to actually sell? Mm -hmm. So because of that, I generally will take a decent sized box to Goodwill about every month. You talked about the Christmas stuff. You got some yeah, stuff out I, there, but stuff that some stuff that maybe somebody else could use. Mm -hmm. They got it cheap at Goodwill, but it wasn't worth it for you to list. Yeah, it, just because a lot of time it's the profit, mm -hmm. but also my when I take the time to list a whole bunch of, like we said, don't list five dollar and under items. If I took the time to list a whole bunch of items for five bucks. Really, I could take that time and list a few items worth maybe twenty, thirty dollars that take me that takes me more time to actually clean to have ready. So, mm -hmm. but that goes back to um, just knowing your limits. And if you go into the if you go into reselling with the approach that not everything is meant to be resold, you'll be a better reseller overall because 
you're going to neglect the things that are going to be distracting for your time. Yeah, you don't, uh, to me, we've talked about this before, mm -hmm. we have thresholds under which it's just not worth the time and energy to list because after eBay fees mm -hmm. or whatever platform fees, after your time, the, the photos, all this whole thing, um, it's just like a buck or two is not worth it if no. you spend 30 minutes, an hour on something, especially I, if it needs cleaning. You I know? will break that rule on occasion if I got something for literally nothing. Mm -hmm. For example, I just recently sold a sealed copy of home alone 3 on vhs uh-huh they only sell for like four dollars i paid nothing for mm -hmm. it or, or a quarter something abysmally cheap the only reason i listed it was i was listing other sealed vhs and i said okay just fine. get rid of it just and i put 350 on it it sold in two days how much money did i actually earn from that a dollar fifty better it, than nothing it, it's better than nothing but my point is, the only reason I did it, it was going to go to Goodwill anyway. Yeah. And, and it took you five, probably took you like five minutes to do it. Under that. You didn't have to test it because it's sealed. Yeah, I took, like, I took quick four pictures. I used somebody else's listing for my title and AI generated the description, mm -hmm. called it good. It sold in two days. It went so into a box. I think that like most <laughs> things in life, uh, most rules have a caveat yeah. that you, that it may, we're a situation in which it makes sense to break the, your rule, um, especially if you're making the rules for yourself. So, um, but, but I, I will say, so from that, it sold for three fifty after my shipping fees, which did does not include any of my shipping material, which I'm not factoring that because most of my my shipping material I reuse recycle. Mm -hmm. I only made like two dollars and five cents. So think about that. I had a sale. Was it really worth $2.05 for five minutes of time? Sure. Any other time, I, I probably yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, if you needed a sense of cleaning or <laughs> if you had to test it or whatever. Um, I think, too, like for me, especially in the donate portion, um, where I, I find I haven't donated a lot of the stock that we've purchased, but um, we talked about like getting into reselling mm -hmm. recently. And we have a whole episode about that, how you guys can start reselling in 2024, the easy and, and low cost way. Mm -hmm. um, and part of that was selling things that you have. Mm -hmm. And so, and we've sold some things that we already had um, in our personal collections or just household things that we wanted to get rid of. But there was a decent amount. I recently dropped a box off at Goodwill stuff that like, you know, like maybe a backpack or, or like a small purse bag or something that just was not probably not going to get enough on ebay to make it really worth our time mm -hmm. and we tried putting on a free group that we wanted or whatever and that stuff went to goodwill but maybe for a couple of bucks someone will pick it up at goodwill um those are the kinds of things that i tend to donate things that are around our house that i just feel like are not worth reselling yeah um, sometimes you have to be careful especially if you're learning you may not value something that somebody else might yeah and you see this a lot because people just toss stuff and don't realize that other people value that but a lot of times, you know, low clothes that are fine, but they're not great brand mm -hmm. or they're not that great, um, that are wearable and usable, but just household goods that are going to be heavy, heavy and expensive to ship. Yep. Or common, mm -hmm. something that's a dime a dozen, you know, like a plastic Rubbermaid, you know, kitchen bowl, mm -hmm. even a set of that, like maybe if it's brand new, you could get something resale worth it. But 
if it's slightly used, good shape, too good to throw in the garbage, but you're not going to get anything on it anyway. It's just, those are the kinds of things that I donate. Yeah. Yeah. Have, have you had any experiences where you were going to donate something and then you, you said, you know what, I should look this up first. Not a lot. I mean, I think now I'm in the habit of if I think, if I suspect that something might be worth okay. it, I'm probably going to look it up anyway. Yeah. Uh, particularly if it's something that's like a vintage item that I had for decor or something, I'll look it up. But I will say I've saved stuff. I've talked about my dad being a scrapper. Mm -hmm. I've kept him from scrapping things. <laughs> um, he sent me, and, and I think he's starting to more like send photos, like show me something. Like he sent me a picture the other day of a... Nordic Ware, are you familiar with Nordic Ware? They make like kitchen, like pans, like okay. baking pans and stuff. Yeah. They're decent quality. Nordic Ware is a good brand if you see them. If you get it cheap, pick it up. But um, it was, they make a lot of specialty bakeware. So this particular pan, it was like a cake pan, but it was shaped like a castle. Mm. It kind of reminded me of a, a sand castle. It was in really good shape. The coating on it wasn't, you know, all chipped up and stuff. Probably was barely used. He picked it up while he was scrapping. Somebody had tossed it. And I was like, don't scrap that. Like, that, I was just like, that'll sell. And I looked it up and I sent him a comp or whatever. And so things, sometimes he picks up things that he doesn't automatically register as having yeah. value. And that I have, like, eh, I was like, just if you see anything like this, just let me know. You know, like, or vintage stuff. And he sometimes will, will just automatically, like I said, he sent me the photo. But things that he initially... He looks at it and is like, he would not think of that as something that is worth yeah. selling. So more of that stuff. I'm trying to think of, I can't think of a specific situation where something of mine that I didn't already have an inkling of, but did you? Um, so actually I did get, um, I talked about it in the last episode where I got that tote of Christmas stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm just going through it. And some of the stuff I was just going, I don't care. I don't care. And I had a pile of these little figurines mm -hmm. that I just wasn't worrying about because I had already looked at them. They weren't Department 56, and I figured anything else probably not worth my time. And then I said, you know what, just for sakes, I'm going to Google Lens them. Mm -hmm. Turns out a couple of them were worth a little bit of money, and I actually sold one what of them. What were they? Um, just some, like, Christmas village Figure. Oh. I don't re even remember. They're not like a name brand one uh -huh. or one of the desirable name brand, but they were from the 90s. Okay. And they sold. And so it's just one of those things just because inherently you're looking for name brand often if you're reselling. Mm -hmm. You got to remember that even the not high end stuff does have value. Mm -hmm. And you got to spend the time, at least do a little bit of research before you go, okay. Especially if you have a collection of something. Yeah. Like if it's cute, <clears throat> someone might buy it because it's cute. Yeah. Like if it's nice, it's nice, you know, mm -hmm. and make a nice display piece or whatever. I think too, what we also have to remember is um, when we're thinking about whether or not something has value, whether or not we should throw it out or donate it, whether if, if you're helping someone clean out their house and they're like, could you, could this be sold? Mm -hmm. Um, there are brands that don't exist anymore mm -hmm. that were at the time a name brand 
and that maybe are not now. And I cannot remember if I've talked about it before, but recently at Goodwill, the Goodwill, <laughs> the Goodwill in our area, um, I picked up these stainless steel tins. And I'll put a picture of, of the logo up here. Um, no, I already did. I think I did another video. The Crusader Wear tin. Oh, I think yeah, I talked yeah, about yeah. these. Yep. I had never heard of this brand. They went out of business in 1955. That was way before I was even thought of. Um, and so I learned something that day. So I review that video if you want to see it. If you've been watching for a while, you've seen the logo. It has a little Crusader guy on it. And um, I had never heard of them. But it was a thing mm -hmm. at a specific period in history. And so especially if you're helping an older person go through their house, maybe you're trying to help them sell their stuff to get a little money, they're downsizing or, or whatever. Or if you find yourself in a place where someone has passed and you have all the stuff, just because you're not familiar with it, just because the brand doesn't register to you because it doesn't exist anymore, mm -hmm. doesn't mean that it's automatically something to throw out. Yeah. Especially because collectors. It, sometimes those brands that are, don't exist anymore are collectible because they don't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. It was a very short period of time and that was it. Like we had a, we sold a um, avant-garde magazines, uh, two issues of those. That magazine ran from 1968 to 1971. It was yeah. such a short, a very run. short print run in New York City. Um, and so Partially, they had some value because of that. I mean, obviously, it was an art, a niche art magazine, but also because it was a limited run. So keep that in mind when you're considering whether you're going to discount, donate, or ditch. We would like to find if what we'd like to hear, I guess, about what your policy, personal policies are when it comes to this. Do you discount regularly on a schedule? Some people, I would imagine, have a schedule for their discounts. Is it, oh, you realize this thing sat here for six months and it needs to go. Um, do you regularly turn over your stock? I'm guessing somewhere out there there's a reseller that will regularly um, shift things out and donate as mm -hmm. if things just aren't moving. So we would love to hear your comments. As always, while you're down there, like and subscribe. <laughs> just remember, just because one man's trash could be another man's treasure doesn't mean it is. True. Sometimes you do need to ditch. Alrighty. Thanks for joining us again this week and come back next week for another episode.